Chapter 28 Jennifer looked at her reflection in the mirror, happily oblivious to its murky appearance. She coaxed a few curls of her long blonde hair down along her temples. She gave a contented smile and turned away to face the large dining area of her home. The walls were decorated with abstract paintings that were lined with polished cherry wood frames. A Ming vase placed in a far corner sprouted eucalyptus. A large oak table with six matching chairs was poised in the center of the room, where the sweet scent of cherry blossoms added its gentle touch to the ambiance. Something soft brushed against her bare ankles, drawing her attention. Her new puppy Casper was at her feet, imploring her to rub his tummy. She picked him up and cuddled him beneath her chin as the doorbell rang. She walked into the living room and opened the door. A bouquet of roses greeted her. I have a delivery for Jennifer Bergen. A voice behind the foliage uttered, They're beautiful. Jennifer accepted the flowers, now seeing the face of the delivery person. Nicholas. Having a stranger bring flowers seemed so impersonal, so I decided to bring them myself. Come in, please. She stepped back and allowed him to enter the house. This is a very nice home you have, Nicholas commented as he slid inside. Have a seat at the table. I'll go fetch a vase to put these in. Jennifer grabbed a vase from the kitchen and then returned, placing the flowers inside and adjusting the arrangement. She stuck her nose into the soft texture of the petals and drew in a deep breath. They smell good. You spoil me. She sat down next to Nicholas and placed a vase at the center of the table. There's a card also, he eagerly informed her. Oh, she reached into the bouquet and withdrew a small floral card. To my dream girl, believe, with all my love, Nicholas. She lifted her gaze from the card to his face. Thank you. Nicholas leaned forward in his chair. No, thank you. I've greatly enjoyed our time together. I would only hope there's more. There's more, she responded softly. There's much more. She rolled her tongue across her lips. She could tell by the look on Nicholas's face that he had been enthralled by the sight. He eased himself forward until she could feel the warmth of his breath on her now moistened lips. He closed the final distance by placing his hand gently on her chin. Their mouths came together in a deep kiss that touched every nerve in her body. His lips tasted sweet, pressing softly against hers in a passionate yet gentle kiss. The flood of sensation nearly lifted her from her seat to hover above him. As he withdrew from her, Jennifer remained motionless. Hmm... It was all she could manage. Nicholas smiled. I guess that means you approve. No, she whispered. This does. She rose from her seat so that she could reach his lips once again and she kissed him. She wrapped her arms about his neck and drew herself in closer. He pulled her onto his lap and held her tight to his chest. Their rapture was unexpectedly interrupted by a flat, wet tongue licking at her feet. She could not hold the moment, breaking into a frantic giggle. She pulled back from Nicholas and shifted her feet away from Casper's reach. He's licking my feet. Nicholas chuckled at her reaction. Well, Casper, I believe we have found that our girl is ticklish. Yes, I am. She thinned her lips and narrowed her eyes. And don't you even think about it. Nicholas threw his hands in the air. Tell him, not me. Jennifer slid from his lap, returning to her chair. She stared at him with a gaze that drew his soul into hers, longing to feel every nuance of his presence. It shrouded him in her desires and anticipated the entwining of their bodies. Nicholas leaned back in his seat with a self-assured smile perched upon his face. She judged his victory to be palatable by the smacking of his lips. He seemed to be basking in her tangible display of affection. He touched a finger to the tip of her nose. The taste of your lips was well worth the wait. You should have brought me roses sooner. She replied slyly. 
She ran her fingertips up to the length of the vase and back down again, admiring her flowers. One dozen long stem red roses softened with baby's breath. This is something I could grow accustomed to. Jennifer shifted through the roses with her hand until one particular rose caught her eye. Oh, I'm sorry, there seems to be 13 roses. Is this one for our love to grow on? Nicholas cocked his head. What are you talking about? There should only be 12. No, there are 12 red, one white, Jennifer insisted. I must have missed it because of the baby's breath. Nicholas looked suddenly alarmed, rising from his seat. Jennifer, I did not put a white rose in your bouquet. Jennifer's eyes fixed on Nicholas. He was overreacting to such a simple error. Well, Floris must have done it for you. It's right here. With her eyes still fixed on Nicholas, she carelessly gripped the white rose. The thorns sank deep into the flesh of her finger and thumb. The stinging pain was subtle at first, then grew in its intensity. The pain in Jennifer's fingers brought her to an abrupt awakening. Confused, she found herself seated at her dining room table with her hand gripping the stem of a white rose. Gone were the abstract paintings, gone was the Ming vase, but the roses from her dream were still present, painfully slow. The thorns were buried deep in her skin as blood trickled down her fingers. It took a few moments before she was aware enough to react to the wounds. She quickly dropped the rose onto the table in front of her and instinctively placed her fingers in her mouth. Her eyes remained fixed on the dozen red roses neatly arranged in a vase the roses that she was dreaming about a moment ago. Her eyes widened as she pushed her chair back from the table. Oh, great, now I'm sleepwalking. She remembered falling asleep that night upstairs. She was still wearing the nightshirt she donned before bed, rubbing her temples she tried to concentrate. Am I still dreaming? Everything's so confusing. The sting of her fingers assured her that she was awake. Her breathing increased as panic began to set in. This has to stay my little secret. No one would ever believe it. They'd, they'd think I was insane. No one would ever understand. Her mind worked frantically. I won't end up like my mother. Blind determination assumed control of Jennifer. I'm not crazy. This is really happening. Nicholas is real. He lives in my dreams. He's in love with me and gives me gifts that transcend all barriers. As the thoughts passed through her mind, she was aware that she had begun to rock herself in her chair, a habit she developed as a child to replace a disconcerted mother. She wrapped her arms around her stomach. Everything's going to be okay. Shh, 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 the sound eased from her lips. She remembered she had a scheduled morning appointment with Dr. Conahan. He will calm me down. She stood up and looked around her dining room. The morning sun was now seeping through the Venetian blinds. Everything's going to be okay. She pulled herself together and went upstairs to take a hot shower. Jennifer wrapped herself in a towel and examined her reflection in the bathroom mirror. Her hair hung wet, displaying a deeper red. She remembered the dream and her blonde curly hair. It wasn't a bad look for her. Perhaps later she may attempt to bleach her red out. She applied her makeup and walked from the bathroom. The shower was relaxing and gave her time to reflect. She walked past the closed door to Arlen's bedroom and then paused. She needed her son. Needed to be near him. She slowly opened the door and stepped inside. The room remained the same as Arlen had left it. Without a toy or an article of clothing disturbed, Jennifer sat down on the edge of the bed, rubbing her fingertips gently across the exposed cheek. So what do you think, Arlen? Is Mommy going nuts? If I am, it doesn't feel like I thought it would. I don't really feel any different. I still think the same way. I can't explain what's happening to me. These dreams are scaring Mommy, but at the same time, I can't get enough of them. She cast her eyes to the ceiling. 
At least while I'm sleeping, I don't feel the pain. Hurts not being with you. Nicholas somehow makes me feel happy again, special. It's just so hard to tell what's real. She examined the holes that the thorns had left in her skin. Those roses must be real. The thorns were real enough. Did you see the roses? Beautiful. Nicholas got me a puppy, too. His name's Casper. You should come visit him. She paused through a deep and cleansing breath. <sighs> Wish I had you with me. The sky has not been blue. I'm certain I can't even see color anymore. I'm so sorry she didn't stay home with you that day. I know you needed me. Maybe as badly as I need you now. You were all that mattered to me. She lowered her head in silence. There were no tears, only quiet exhaustion.